We get one step closer each and every day. We'll figure it out on the way. Hello, hello, hello. I can't believe it's the last episode of season three. I know. And since it's the last episode, I guess I should tell you guys I'm not going to be back for season four. (laughs) (laughs) That's news to me. (laughs) Imagine. Oh, my gosh. When okay, damn it! I'm so annoyed that April has passed. We should have done a thing where it's like, oh, April fool. One of us is having a baby. We're like going on <gasps> maternity leave. <laughs> I'll have to pull some shit like that next April first. Yeah, we'll have to think of like a really good mm-hmm. April fool. Like I'm gonna sue you or something. Yeah, wipe wipe your memories of us having this conversation right now. Yeah, and we will do something fun for next <laughs> April. <laughs> oh. My um. God. It's crazy that we've had it three years of the show. I know. The fact that we have never once missed an episode since launch is psychotic. It's kind of crazy. Like, I think <laughs> yeah. that we need mental help, actually. Probably. I, w- I would say that's that's an accurate assessment. But the amount of times my old therapist would be like, I think you might be working too much. I think maybe like you need to take like a little break. And I would be like, but this is how we get going. Like, this is how we build a foundation for the podcast. And honestly, I'm glad I didn't take her advice. Because I'm like, um, maybe it was my failing relationship that was the cause of my stress and not the podcast. You know, stress can come in, in all forms and all ways. And sometimes it's hard to pinpoint exactly where it's coming from. <laughs> oh, my God. So to celebrate our final... Season finale for (laughs) season three. We're just doing a special episode from one of our favorite shows. Yeah. We wanted to to go out with a bang. So today we are covering the world famous episode of Lizzie McGuire between a rock and a bra place. I want a bra. (laughs) A bra. bra. Oh my gosh. It was so fun getting to revisit this episode. I just couldn't stop thinking about like when I first got a bra and like going shopping with my mom and stuff. Yeah, same. Same. I'm sure, I'm sure through the episode we we will tell our stories um as we have on the podcast before, but (laughs) can't get enough. So this episode is part of season one. It's episode 12, and it aired on May 11th, 2001. It is kismet that we are posting this episode on May 10th, Yeah, um, almost, almost at the anniversary. So in 2020, early pandemic days, uh, the cast of this episode actually did a Zoom reading of the script, and the episode's co-writers, um, Nina Bargiel and Jeremy Bargiel, they gave some behind-the-scenes info on how making this episode was, and they had to approach Disney because they wanted to do this episode about bras, and they were not super stoked on it. They had a lot of questions, and they ended mm-hmm. up like 
saying that they were only allowed to say the word bra twice and that they were not allowed to show one on screen. That's crazy. Did I feel like they said it way more than twice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, okay. It, they okay. definitely fought back against it. And you can see bras like in yeah. the episode too. I mean, you never see anyone. Oh, I guess you do see Jenny. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah. You see Jenny wearing one. Jenny? Jenny Woods, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they did fight back against it and they got, you know, more bra visibility in the episode. Nice. Also something like totally crazy. <laughs> That I only now register as a – I'm almost 27. David Carradine guest stars on this show. Mm-hmm. Kung Fu, the Bill and Kill Bill. Yeah, It's insane that he is on the show. And then on top of that, I learn that he is a half a brother to Mr. McGuire mm-hmm. himself. Yep, Robert Carradine of, you know, the big Carradine – family dynasty starting with john carradine very famous actor they're like the barrymores i honestly would feel like i had a less robust career if my brother david carradine (laughs) came on and like did a guest star on my sitcom show of two seasons yep yep but i don't know if it was just me watching this a bit older but did you think mr mcguire kind of like Looked a little sexy. I was thinking this while watching this episode. <laughs> I was like looking at Mr. McGuire and I was like, hmm. When he talks about his essays, like I went to Washington Sun <laughs> for my essay. Yeah, I was like, you know, he's got like the kind of like swoopy hair. Right. Him in like this button down. It's kind of doing something for it's me. It's doing a lot. <laughs> it's doing a lot. Yeah. I've I never thought about because I've rewatched episodes of Lizzie mm-hmm. as in adulthood, but maybe it's just this episode. I'm gonna have to go back and do some more field he has research. A lot of riz in this episode, yeah. There's there's something there with uh, Mr. McGuire for sure. Um, but with that being said, before we hop in, we just want to remind you that today, May 10th, is the last day to vote for the Star Dazzle Awards, which will be coming to you next week. Get your vote in. Make your picks. We have some very competitive categories, so you could be the tiebreaker between winners, for all we know. Yes. And, of course, if you want to join our Patreon, you'll get an episode, a secret bonus episode every month, and you get to vote on it. So if you're interested in that, you can check the link in our bio. You can check the link in our show notes and take a look, see if it's for you. And out on Patreon today is our hairspray episode. We had so much fun recording this one. It was really a blast. So if you want to check that out and hear our amateur voices singing our little hearts out, you can head on over to Patreon. That's me. We love you, James Marsden. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's just dive right in. We are in the middle school. Yeah, we're in the middle school locker room. How crazy! Whew. scarring place for me. The place <laughs> I first realized I needed to shave my legs. Mm. So. Lizzie and Miranda are chatting. Miranda's putting on her ginormous clogs I love and just complaining about how every time it rains, it's like a rule they have to play dodgeball in gym. 
that's when Jenny Woods, one of their classmates, walks by and Miranda's like, wow, she has a great arm. She's like the Mike Tyson of dodgeball. Cut to Lizzie just getting hammered with a dodgeball that Jenny has thrown. And as they're walking through the hall after class, they're talking about how she didn't always used to have an arm like that. Like she plays the oboe and Miranda's like, yeah, ever since she got a bra, she has become a whole new person. Wow. And Lizzie says, you know, it's just like Kate and Claire. They started wearing bras and they became popular. And we have this like cutaway as we always do in episodes of Lizzie with like the little photo snapshots of various things happening. And it's Kate and Claire being adored by the crowd. And cartoon Lizzie, love that bitch. She says that if she wore one, then she'd be Lizzie Warrior Princess. So Miranda says that Jenny doesn't even need a bra. Like, they need one before Jenny does. Duh. (laughs) And Lizzie's like, okay, well, then why don't we have them? And the girls decide, since they're 13, it's time. Of course. (laughs) I guess I was 11 when I got my first bra. I definitely didn't need it, but all my friends had them, so I wanted one. I might have been 12. Mm -hmm. The reason I asked for a bra was because a guy in my, like, sixth grade class was like, I can see your nipples through your shirt. And I was like, time to get a bra. (laughs) Which, honestly, I didn't need, like, Mm -hmm. physically, but it did feel like I was developing breasts and they were noticeable and, like, moved and stuff. Yeah. So. I was – when I was in sixth grade, because I got put in, like, a different class than my friends from elementary school – And I became friends with, like, the popular girls. It was a horrible time. Mm -hmm. Um, And they would do – like, we would be in the bathroom at lunch or whatever, and they would do this game where they would, like, snap each other's bra straps. And I didn't have a bra. And they were like, oh, for Christina, we'll just pretend. And I was like, I'm going to fucking lose it. So so I went to my mom and I – asked her i was like mom i think i was crying honestly i was like i need a bra (laughs) she was like i don't think you really need one i was like you don't understand like i need one (laughs) emotionally i need one so emotional support bra do you remember training bras that's what i had essentially like it was it was just like a piece of beige fabric with spaghetti. It's like a tank top that cuts off halfway down is what I had, essentially. It was not a real bra. But when I went into school the next day and they were doing the game and then I was like, they pulled my shirt to the side to show them my bra shop, they were like, oh my god. It was a moment. I wasn't friends with them for long, though. It was (laughs) (sighs) short-lived. But Anyways, Miranda tells Lizzie (laughs) that she (laughs) – to go ask her mom to give them a ride to the mall after school. Mm -hmm. But Lizzie is like, no, that if we ask, she'll ask to come with us. So Miranda's like, okay, we'll just say that we're shopping for school supplies. And Lizzie, as we know, our girl is not good at lying. Not at all. But she does agree. And then we hear – if you believe, we got, got a picture, picture perfect plan. We got, got you fooled. Oh yeah, we've got you fooled. Because <laughs> we, we only do the best, best we can. can. 
Sometimes we make it. Sometimes we fake it. You get one step closer each and every day. We'll figure it out on the way. You're welcome. Um, that's the sound bite for the episode. Mm-hmm. So we go to Lizzie's house and they arrive like Miss McGuire's like, Lizzie, is that you? And Lizzie just already done. She's like, <laughs> so Miranda's like, yeah, Miss McGuire. Like it's, it's me and Lizzie. We're here. I'm like, girl, you got to get it together. Mm-hmm. So Miranda's like, just remember school supplies. Don't even think about anything else. School supplies, school and Lizzie's like, okay, school, school supplies, supplies, school supplies. supplies. <laughs> <laughs> so they join Joe in the kitchen, and Joe is like, I'm doing one more load of laundry. Do you want me to throw in Mr. Snuggles? Cut to the images of her and her stuffed pig. Mm-hmm. And Joe's like, he's looking a little dingy. And I don't know why Lizzie does this because I'm like, it's just Miranda. Yeah. Like, Miranda knows you. It's fine. She knows Mr. Snuggles. But Lizzie's like, I don't even care what you do to him. Uh, Stuffed animals are for babies. Just give him to Matt. (laughs) And Joe, like, with tears in her eyes, is like, you've had him since you were two. He's your favorite toy. And Lizzie's like, was. I don't need toys anymore. I'm an adult now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Lizzie. (sighs) She's so relatable. Yeah. Well, I, were were you more of a Miranda or more of a Lizzie back in the day? That's a good question. I definitely feel like more – I definitely feel more relatable to Lizzie just mm-hmm. because she was more like shy and her mom like really reminds me of my mom in a lot yeah, of ways. same. <laughs> yeah. Like especially when she's like, oh my god, like – you want to get a bra. But although, like, my mom did not have that same vibe, mm-hmm. but she was definitely, like, the mom that was driving us to the mall yeah. and the one that was, like, hosting the slumber parties and making stuff and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I wanted to be Lizzie McGuire. Oh, Like, same. so bad. It was, like, devastating because I – there would always be like these tutorials of like how to do your hair like Lizzie McGuire. My hair was so curly and I would be like, I can't do any of these hairstyles. <laughs> I felt so sad. Oh, man. I mean, I have pin straight hair and I couldn't even do the hairstyles. Like, It's just too complex. Can't do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was, I was definitely Lizzie. And Joe also reminds me a lot of my mom. Like my mom is a kindergarten. Mm-hmm. She like works in kindergarten. She's like right. head of a kindergarten. So she very much has that kind of energy for sure so miranda then asks if they can have a ride to the mall because lizzie is losing it a little bit Mm -hmm. and joe says sure what do you need and miranda says school supplies and that's when we see cartoon lizzie in an interrogation room and she's like i'm a rock i'll never crack (laughs) and when joe asks what for lizzie just repeats school supplies So Miranda says it's for a project, but Joe is obviously suspicious because she knows her daughter so well, but instead she answers the ringing phone. And while Joe is on the phone, Miranda is like, okay, let's go put our books away before you spill the beans, Lizzie. (laughs) 
So we cut to Matt, and he is showing his father a magazine about how Jet Li is looking for a new sidekick for his next movie, The Untitled Jet Li Project. And Matt's just like, what a great title for a movie. So Sam is like, oh, well, you might be a little young. And he's like, no, like it says 10 and over. And he's like, damn it. (laughs) So he shows Cho the article, and she – Reads it over. She's like, oh, it can be a video, an essay, an audio tape. And Joe's like, well, that sounds like a terrible idea. But Sam is like, wow, we don't have to say no to him. Like, the people at the contest will say no, and we'll just be the cool parents for letting him do it. (laughs) So Joe is like, you know what, Matt? I think it's a great idea. And that is when Matt just absolutely decimates his head with this big wooden cutting board, just slams it right in there. (laughs) And he stumbles over to the bench, and Sam is like, we're going to write the best essay ever. And Matt's like, um, I don't really think writing is, like, my strong suit. And I'm like, certainly not. No, definitely (laughs) not. Definitely no. Pranking, antics. Mm -hmm. Younger brother. Tomfoolery. Sure. And Sam is like, no worries. In fact, when I was a kid, I won a free trip to D.C. with my brilliant bicentennial essay, America, it's more than just amber waves of grain. (laughs) And you were like, that's my man. Ooh, that's (laughs) my my man. (laughs) No, that's Kendall Um, Roy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. We will still do a succession episode if people want it. There was only yes. one person that said they wanted it, but if one more but, person hey. says it, we'll do it. <laughs> Get us one more person. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the front door where Gordo has arrived at the McGuire residence. and Perfect timing. Lizzie is super anxious. She's like, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. And he's like, "Uh, your mom told me that we were going to the mall to get school supplies. <laughs> No. So they go into the kitchen. Miranda comes downstairs, also shocked to see Gordo. And Joe is like, yeah, I invited him. If you guys need school supplies for a project, I figured so does Gordo. And Gordo's like, uh, what's up? Like, what project are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, what's up? (laughs) And they're just like, oh, you're not in that class. And he's like, well, I'm in all your classes except for Jim. And they're like, yep. That's it. It's a super secret special gym project that only we need stuff for. So Joe is like, all right, my daughter is fucking lying to me right now. So she looks at Lizzie and is like, what's going on? And Miranda tries to interject. But Joe is like, no, I was talking to Lizzie. Lizzie, please. And Lizzie, she's tripping over her words. She's trying to figure out what to say. And then she shouts out, I want a bra, okay? A bra, a bra, bra. we want a bra. I want a bra, 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 bra. (laughs) Then the triumphant music in the background. It's so (laughs) good. Like, this changed lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the machinations of every, like, young bra getter just Mm -hmm. coming to life on stage. Yep. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So Matt is like, ew, a bra. And Sam is like, aren't they a little bit young for that? (laughs) 
And Joe is like, no, of course not. Oh my gosh, I should have thought of this weeks ago. I would love to go to the mall with you two. She's literally on her way to the mall right now. Yeah, she's like, get in. We're going fucking shopping right now. Yeah. And Gordo is like, um, is it cool if I like don't go to the mall with you guys anymore now? <laughs> And Joe's like, yeah, of course, you're uninvited. Bye. So she goes to get her purse. The girls leave. And then our man, Sam McGuire, is just like, how about the Mets? <laughs> <laughs> and Matt just says he's glad they don't have to talk about bras anymore. And Gordo is about to like go home and fucking wipe his memory clean of this afternoon. Yeah. Um when Sam is like, actually, Gordo, maybe you should stick around and help us with this uh, contest entry. And he, you know, sees about the contest. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Let me just run home. I'll grab my camera. I'll come right back and uh, mm-hmm. we'll get it going. Lest we forget, Gordo is uh, an aspiring filmmaker. So this is mm-hmm. a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Spielberg in the making. Exactly. So we go to the mall and they've arrived in the bra store it kind of looks like a department store Mm -hmm. section or something i also went to a department store for my first bra i went to limited too Mm, the cool bras (laughs) yeah Yeah. and by cool bras i mean like i loved going to limited too and getting my um above the knee bermuda shorts because Mm -hmm. i was like a little lesbian (laughs) (laughs) have you ever seen that it's like if you wore these like you're gay now yeah the the Bermuda short pipeline is a real one. <laughs> for, for sure. And I like had so many too. Like I remember I had a pink pair, I had a green pair, I had a, mm. a tan like camo pair. I was cra- crazy that I did that. Cra- why didn't I just yeah, I was, wear jeans? I was jean crazy shorts? back then. <laughs> I was taking fashion risks. <laughs> so this woman comes up to them and she's like, oh, do you ladies need help? And Joe is like, they are shopping for their first bras, first bras, get your first bras. <laughs> and she's like, where's the little miss section? And I would she's end like, it. I would end oh. it all. <laughs> oh, it's over there by the footy pajamas. And she's like, perf. Love. Love, a queen sleigh. And Lizzie's like, Hey, mom, could we maybe try to just like quiet it down? But Joe is like, What are you talking about? Like, and Miranda's like, Which I do think is kind of like a bitchy move, but I mean, they apologize in the end. Yeah. And Miranda's like, Can we ditch your mom already? And Lizzie's like, Well, no, but we can pretend to get lost. So they head in the opposite direction, just immediately bumping into Mr. Coppersmith. And cartoon Lizzie is like, I can't believe I'm running into my cute. English teacher. <laughs> Devastating. Yeah. I think if I ran into a teacher while I was shopping for a bra, I would never go to school again when I was like 11. I would be like, homeschool, peace, I'm like, out. I think that I could be like, I'm here with my mom. Yeah. Like, like blame it on my mom maybe. But if she came over with my little tiny fucking bras, I'd be mm-hmm. like – I'd be like, I'm done. We're yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't – there's no other moves for me to make. Checkmate. Like – Yeah, it's over. <laughs> so Joe comes back with the bra options and is like, hello, Mr. Cooper Smith. And she gives 
um, Miranda and Lizzie the bras to try on and they just like hustle over to the fitting room just dying of embarrassment. Mm, absolute humiliation. So we then go back to the McGuire house where Gordo, the director, is in action. He has his like little directing fit on with his baseball cap, which I believe is supposed to be an homage yeah, to, Spielberg. to Spielberg. <laughs> so he's reading over some of the interview questions that Sam has written, which is just like, what's your name? How old are you? And where do you go to school? And Sam's like, that's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, that was the moment where I was kind of like, Mr. McGuire, what's going on? I don't know what it is about him saying that, but it did it for me. So Gordo says, you know, maybe there are some other directions we can go in. And in jumps Matt in his martial arts gear. And Gordo's like, okay, I'm thinking we shoot some some establishing shots. You know, Matt raking in the Zen garden. And Sam is like, well, we don't have a Zen garden. And what about my questions? And Matt <laughs> just goes, Boring. <laughs> so <laughs> he's so quippy. I kind of love him. So quippy. I know that um Jake Thomas, who played Matt, and um I can't remember her name, but the girl who plays Claire, they have a podcast where they're rewatching Lizzie no right way. now. Like Kate's um, friend Claire. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. I haven't listened, but I've seen little clips here and there on TikTok. Uh, but I just – I feel like he must have had the most fun playing Matt. Like, it's such a fun role. Oh, he gets yeah. to fucking just jaunt around, pull in pranks, has all the best funny little lines. Uh, my brother and I would quote Matt lines all the time. <laughs> but one in particular, it's such like a throwaway stupid line. But we, to this day, will say it constantly. And it's from the episode where Lizzie wants to babysit. Oh, yeah. And her parents are like – Matt, like, what would you do if Lizzie babysat you? And he's laying on the couch and he just goes, I don't know, watch TV, I guess. Yeah. And my brother and I say that line all the time for no reason. I feel like Matt walked so Megan from Drake and Josh mm -hmm. could run. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. by run, I mean run with scissors and just stab her brothers. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, she would do that. murder. Yeah. <laughs> like, her pranks were like, I'm trying to get you killed. And his were like yeah. – we're being silly and I'm annoying you. Mm -hmm. He's like, I dyed all your clothes pink. And she's like, I set you up for a federal crime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh my gosh, there! I put a bug in your room. And she's like, I put a bear under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm going to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I dangled this gun above you so when you get up, it goes off. <laughs> I, I rigged this piano to fall on top of you once you step outside the house. I convinced mom and dad that you're breaking up their marriage and they're both cheating on them. Oh, my gosh. She's an absolute <laughs> menace to society, that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, so what, ha what are we talking – oh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> Gordo, Gordo says that if – Matt is going to win. They need to do something big, you know, to set his entry apart from the others. They have to shoot, naturally, mm -hmm. their own martial arts movie. Of course. And then Matt just goes, you're way too cool to be Lizzie's friend. <laughs> so we cut back to the fitting room and Lizzie and Miranda are just going back and forth. They're like, how are we going to ditch your mom? Like, we need to shop alone. And Lizzie says – 
you know, I'm not telling her just as Joe comes over and she's like, not telling me what? And opens up the curtain. And that would have set me off too, Mm -hmm. even though it's like so dumb. But Lizzie's just like, mom, like I could have been changing. And Joe's like, it's just us girls over here. But Lizzie's like, no, it's not. And she brings her some more bra options and Lizzie just gets super snotty. She's like, we can find things by ourselves. And what we really need is for you to leave us alone. Like you're always talking to us about how we're little adults, but then you treat us like kids and we're not. We're just not. And Joe's smile completely vanishes. And she's like trying to regain her composure okay, um, I'm going to be in the food court. Here's $40. Just come get me when you're done. And she walks away. (sighs) It's so hard to watch this because I have totally pulled this stunt with my mom. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah, it it sent me right back to middle school. And, Mm -hmm. and I just like spent a month with my parents and it's always so hard when like you spend prolonged time with your parents, especially like living at their house for a certain amount of time, and you just feel yourself like regressing back to that like fifteen year old self. Oh yeah, in like the worst way, and, you, and like you feel like you're becoming your worst self, and it's like no, this isn't who I am anymore. But it's just so <laughs> this isn't who I am. I'm like I don't act like this, and then all of a sudden I'm like getting into a fight with my mom. It's just so like yeah. The the mother daughter relationship is such a complicated it's one. It's hard. It's, it's a so hard, hard. It is a hard tightrope to walk. I don't find myself really getting into fights with my mom so much anymore. But there are some times where we have like disagreements. Like we went on vacation together this year, mm-hmm. and there were so many like fun things that we did. Um, and then sometimes I just be like, "Oh, like why are we like?" going so slowly or like this isn't working out but like my mom is always just like like I got really frustrated that we we were cooking we had like a kitchen in our hotel and I was like oh we don't have like an oven but I bought stuff to like cook in the oven and she Mm -hmm. realized that like the microwave was actually a toaster oven so we could use that instead Mm -hmm. and like she like problem solved, whereas I was getting just like super like ugh, like give yeah. up mode, um, or like there's stupid shit that I will get upset about, and my mom is like in that like positive mode, and then I have mm-hmm. to like take a step back and be like, oh, I'm upset. No one else is upset. It's just me. Like I just need to totally, calm down, yeah. and. Yeah, but it's it's like easy to do that now that we've lived by ourselves. Like we have that separation instead of it's like when we were growing up, I feel like it was just like, you know, constantly there, constantly on. Like you don't have any privacy. So yeah. it's like you always have to be on. And then when you can't handle it anymore, it's like an explosion. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, man. Yeah, like being, being a teenager, being a, a tween, you know, 13-year-old like Lizzie, yeah. it's the hardest thing. And – and, and, like, I understand what she means because it is hard when people do expect you to, like, suddenly I feel like, you know, when you when you start to enter your, your teenage years, you have to, like, grow up very quickly. But you are also still treated like a child because you are still a child. But it's that yeah. weird in-between space where you're having to make more adult decisions. Mm-hmm. But you still have all these, like, 
very big emotions going on and like oh, yeah. the hormones are going crazy and going like, absolutely off the wall. Yeah. Absolutely. And then people still treat you like a child but expect you to have this like sense of maturity. It's it's so difficult. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. <sighs> so Joe leaves the girls to finish shopping for their bras and Miranda says that's not exactly how she pictured the adult conversation going. And Lizzie's like, you know, me neither, but a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. And Miranda's like, well, on the plus side, we're in the mall alone with your mom's cash. And I'm like, these days, that could only get you like one pair of jeans, but if that, (laughs) if that, right? Yeah. And Lizzie's like, you know, I got everything I wanted, but. I don't feel happy. Yeah. So a little later on, the girls are looking through all the bras, and Lizzie is like, wow, this is so much easier without my mom hanging around. And Miranda's like, yeah, totally. So uh, what are we looking for exactly? (laughs) Because, like, neither of them know how to shop for bras. They don't understand the sizing system. They don't know how to read the labels. And Lizzie's like, well, Kate owns one. How hard could it be? I'm like, at my big age of 27, I'm still not even sure of my own bra size. And when I tell you I'm wearing a bra from – I'm wearing a bra from high school. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, those – But, like, you know me. I don't really wear bras. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually – I'm actually not even wearing one right now. I can't believe I'm not wearing one for the bra episode. I wanted to wear a bra. (laughs) A bra. But, like, I would never wear an actual bra around my house. Like, I wear sports bras and, like, shelf bras around my house. I'm not wearing underwire in my own home. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm surprised I'm wearing it right now, honestly. But, yeah, the bra sizing is illusory to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that because I developed earlier on, like, my bras still fit. So I'm like, oh, no need to get a new bra. But, like, I should. I'm sure it'd be more comfortable if I got a new one or – Yeah. I don't, it's working for me. I, I can't <laughs> even say that I want to get a new one. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely have, like, changed sizes a lot because I – Okay. I've talked about this on the pod before that I, like, you know, developed a lot later. Mm-hmm. And even, like, my bra size from when I was in college till now, like, it's, it's always changing constantly. I, like, never know. It depends on the day. But – um. The way that they, like, measure you in stores is not actually how you're supposed to be measured. Um, there's this website that I use that shows you the various ways you're supposed to measure, like, when you're laying down and when you're leaning over and all these different wow. things to get, like, an actual accurate, like, cup and band size. So that's how I learned that I'm actually an F, um, whereas in Victoria's Secret, they're like, you're a double D, which is not true. What's the difference between a double D and an F? I don't know, truthfully, but – is it a the, bigger cup or a smaller? Yeah, it's cup? it's a it's a bigger cup. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So an issue that I always had was I would have this like gapping right where like my arm would start, and a bra would never like lay flat against my chest. Oh, okay. And there'd be this weird gapping situation. But then I measured myself properly, and then I ordered from this company. If you have bigger boobs, I recommend Delamira on Amazon. Great bras, lots of variety, and they're not that expensive. And it fits like a glove. It lies perfectly like flush against the skin. I don't have any weird gapping or like anything hanging out or over. 
It's perfect. You can get lined. You can get unlined. You can get without. They should be paying me for this promo. We could probably <laughs> get an affiliate link, honestly. Yeah. If we get a link, let, I'll let you guys know. But I highly recommend because bras are fucking impossible to shop yeah. for. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But I, I've always like <laughs> – like, although I am an advocate for not wearing a bra, like, you don't feel like you physically need one. Right. But, like, I do feel bad, like, spouting, like, oh, I, I'd never wear a bra because I know some people don't have that luxury. Oh, yeah. And they I want can't, to. And I that can't sucks. not wear like, a bra. That really, like, it's unfair, I feel like, mm-hmm. that you don't even get to choose. You're like, I just got to do it. Yeah. Well, one thing I've been doing recently is I get like really pretty like lacy ones and I'm in yeah. like a bit of a button down era right now where I will wear a button down like super – I'll button it super, super Ooh, low. So then like the lacy sexy. bra is like visible and it's part of it. It's like part of the outfit now. I love that. So I'm trying to embrace the big boobs and not hide them because it just looks worse in clothing if you like pretend they're not there. Like they're there and they're going to be visible. So I sure. got to lean into it a little more. For sure. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> so we cut back to the movie and Gordo is acting across from Matt in this little, you know, home movie setup that he has contrived. Mm-hmm. Sam is the cameraman and we just see them going back and forth doing like, I will battle you, da, 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 da. And they have the dub yeah. mouth movements <laughs> where it's like you hear it, but the lips aren't matching. Mm-hmm. So they shoot this fight scene around the yard and Matt manages to like crush his foot trying to break a rake. He hits his hand on a chair trying to break it and absolutely injures himself. Mm -hmm. But in the end, he like defeats Gordo, puts a foot on his stomach and he's like, that's what Jet Li's sidekick does. And Gordo's like, cut. It's a mess. They're not doing too hot. Oh, my gosh. Did I tell you that my mom taught Jet Li's daughter? No. <laughs> yeah. In Singapore? In Shanghai. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. She only for like a little bit. But, yeah, she taught Jet Li's daughter. And he came into school one day. And everyone was, like, super excited. He had, like, a lot of security. It was a very big deal. It's, like, Whoa. Shanghai in the 2000s. Jet Li is, you know, everywhere. He is bobbing off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she met him. She said he was, like, very nice. He was, like, oh, I've heard wonderful things about, like, your teaching. You guys are doing a great job. That's so crazy. So she was in, like, kindergarten at the time? Yeah, she was teaching. She was teaching kindergarten at the time. Yeah. And uh, now she's, like, the head of kindergarten. Just wild. It's awesome. Yeah. At a different school. The Schmitz. Obviously. Yeah. Ruling the international <laughs> schools of Asia. Yeah. Ugh. So we go back to the mall. The girls are still looking through these racks of bras. And who do they run into but, oh, my God, Kate and Claire. Uh just what you need and claire is like oh you must be lost the dork section is on the first floor and i think this is actually i was reading like fun facts on the lizzie mcguire wiki and apparently Mm -hmm. this is the first time we see kate and claire do their little like snap and toss the hair over the shoulder move Mm. their signature move And Lizzie and Miranda say they're shopping, and Kate and Claire say, for what? They don't sell underoos here. Rude. Yeah. 
Rude, rude. And that's when Claire's mom calls for them and Lizzie and Miranda are like, oh, you're <laughs> shopping with Claire's mom. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that's rich. <laughs> so Claire's mom comes over and is like, oh, hello, Lizzie Miranda. It's so good to see you. It's been so long. Where's your mom? And Lizzie says, oh, we get to shop by ourselves. And Claire's mom is like, oh, by by yourselves? Like, do you need any help? help? <laughs> Just and absolutely like, jamming you. That's embarrassing, let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> so Lizzie and Miranda are like, no, 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 we're fine. Thank you so much. And then before they head off, Claire tells Lizzie and Miranda that the footy pajamas are in the toddler section. So uh, after this embarrassing just <laughs> smattering of events, yeah. we do go back to the movie and Sam is like reading his lines off a script about how like when the student can take the pebble from the master, the student becomes Jet Li's sidekick. And just Matt takes the pebble immediately <laughs> and Gordo's like, cut, cut, cut. This is the climax of the movie. It's important. Like you need to stick to the script, make it hard for him to get the pebble. And Sam is like, I don't think a Kung Fu ripoff is as effective as a well-written and grammatically correct essay. And I'm like, you're right. It's not as effective. It's more effective <laughs> to the movie. But Matt's like, wrong. No. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and then Sam is like, okay, guys, I think I'm not really cut out for this. I'm going to leave you to it. But he goes inside and he makes a phone call and he's like, hey, David, are you still teaching Kung Fu? Ah! You will ah! never guess what's coming your way. <laughs> so we go back to the mall. Miranda and Lizzie are just lost in the racks and they're like, this was a total mistake. Maybe we aren't ready. And Lizzie says, I don't need a salesperson and I don't need Miss Miller. I think I need my mom. And Miranda says, that's the best idea you've had all day. And I'm like, Miranda, Miranda this was your idea. <laughs> yes. And from going to the mall, getting a bra, Lying ditching to her mom. Lying to McGuire. <laughs> yeah. So then we go back to shooting the video. Gordo and Matt are trying to, like, get through the take. But Gordo keeps messing up his lines. You know, he's not an actor. He's a director. He belongs yeah. behind the camera. And him and Matt are, like, fighting over the pebble. The camera falls off the tripod. And Gordo's like, you know, this is a lot easier when your dad was helping us out. And Matt's like, well, let's go get him then. <laughs> so they're about to go and ask Sam to rejoin them. And he's like, you know, I told you guys, I really don't know much about this stuff. But I know someone who does. And then in walks Dave, first of all, shoeless barefoot, barefoot david carradine strolls into the frame and he's like hello young grasshopper and matt is like why is he calling me grasshopper and it's <laughs> a good matt impression <laughs> sam is like just go with it so david <laughs> says that sam told him that he wishes to be a martial artist and matt is like yeah Jet Li's sidekick, doing some moves. And David <laughs> says, I have much to teach you, 
but you must be willing to learn. So we go back to the mall. I love the parallel storylines of like Matt and Gordo wanting to do something different than Mr. McGuire and Mm. Lizzie and Miranda doing something different than what Mrs. McGuire wants. It's like really great foil. Yeah. So Lizzie and Miranda go to the food court and they sit down with Mrs. McGuire. And I love Joe. The I first thing that she says is like, hey guys, like I just want to apologize. You know, I remember shopping for a bra with my mom and how embarrassed I was. And I just did the same thing to you. And Lizzie's like, no, you weren't embarrassing and we're not adults. Like that temper tantrum I threw back by the fitting room, that wasn't adult material. I'm really sorry. And so they both apologize. Miranda also apologizes. And Lizzie's like, you know, maybe sometimes the adult thing to do is just to ask for help. So true, queen. Couldn't agree more. And that's when Joe realizes they didn't buy anything. And she's like, girls, come on, let's go shopping. Uh. All is forgiven. (laughs) And she's like, give me my $40 back. (laughs) And I just love Lizzie's reaction because it feels so natural. Like, it really feels like the rapport they have is mother and daughter. Yeah. And I just thought that was, like, so palpable. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, like – like, like giving her like a little <laughs> smile. It's so cute. Uh, yeah, it's 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 handled so beautifully, and the way that Joe is so like open to talking to her daughter about this, like yeah. on the same level. There's no sense of like ego between the two of them in this conversation. Like this is so healthy and wonderful. Yeah, and I think that's what made Lizzie so relatable was that. Even though sometimes Joe was like, felt like overbearing, like she mm-hmm. felt like a very real mom character. Yeah. Like there wasn't a lot of caricature added to her in her being like super funny or super weird. She was just like, hey, I'm your mom. And Lizzie was like kind of shy coming into her own. Yeah. She was never like super brash. And I feel like that made her just a very like, on par with like a real 13 year old's experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas now everything is like, but I'm a super genius. I'm a wizard. Yeah. I'm a pop star. And it's like, okay, I can't relate. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. And I like also the show isn't like, oh, all the adults are stupid. Like they're not. They have their own, right. their quirks and, you know, their witticisms, but they're not stupid. And they're really good no. parents who care a lot about their kids. Yes, absolutely. That chi- that comes through every episode. Yeah. So speaking of the parents, we go back to the McGuire house where David Carradine is training Matt on some moves. He's showing him how to fight Gordo. He demonstrates with Sam. And then we see them actually shoot the movie. So they're doing like the the fight choreo that Gordo had set up earlier. But this time it's Matt and David. They're facing off. This time Matt actually manages to kick that rake, break it in half. They like go over to the, the deck and he manages to fucking break that deck chair seat with his hands. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm like, there's not a world in which that happens. But 
he then does this insane like jump kick and it's like a slow-mo shot yeah. of Matt like diving across the screen. He kicks David Carradine right in the chest. David lands on the ground. He's shocked. And David just goes, class dismissed. <laughs> Unbelievable. So Gordo records the end of the video where Matt is standing there and uh, David has the pebble. And before they do the scene, we see Sam hold up one of his questions. Yeah, his yellow <laughs> And David turns <laughs> and he's like, what makes you qualified to be Jet Li's sidekick? And Matt says, you know, I'm smart, I'm funny, and I do all my own stunts. And then he's like, whoa, 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 and just like <laughs> waves his hands around violently. And then before you know it, like David looks down and his hand is empty and Matt has stolen the pebble. And he's like, how did you do that? And Matt's just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> And David walks off. He's like, my work is done. And Matt high fives his dad. And he's like, you're the coolest. And Gordo is like, who was that? Sam just looks off. He's like, I've known him all my life. He's like a brother to me. Ha ha ha. Also important to note that as as David Carradine is walking off, he disappears into thin air. Yes. Still barefoot, by the way. Yeah, still barefoot. Oh, my gosh. So we then have our our classic, classic Lizzie moment with a three-way phone call between our three besties. So Lizzie says that she can't believe Gordo spent all afternoon with Sam and Matt. But Gordo says, you know, it actually was pretty cool. And we made this kung fu movie. And considering the alternative, I think it was a good choice. And Lizzie says, you know, don't worry. I don't think we're going to be having any more girl-only trips to the mall anytime soon. And Gordo says, you know, that's cool. Just let let me know next time if Just you need Warner brother. school supplies <laughs> or, like, school supplies. And they're mm-hmm. like, hee hee, got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the last thing we see is Mr. McGuire answering the phone it's the Jetly sidekick contest calling to say that Matt has won and Sam <laughs> screams. I do wish that this was a through line that they carry, but it is never talked about ever again. <sighs> I know. I wish we could have seen him. Yeah. I'm like, he rose to stardom before Lizzie did in Rome. Right. Technically. They're a famous family. They are. They are. And – we also, instead of getting a blooper reel, as per usual at the end of the episode, instead mm-hmm. they play the credits to Gordo's movie. Yes, very cool. And that's uh, that's one of the most iconic Lizzie episodes to air. Yeah. As I was scrolling through the um, Lizzie McGuire episodes, I realized that once Monica and I, like, I don't know if we were just, like, sitting and talking, we, like, basically – barreled through like mm-hmm. three quarters of the first season like recently um and it's just such a good show like so good i definitely want my kids to watch that show especially if i have girls yeah because it's just one of those shows that is going to not teach at you 
but kind of like guide you through things mm-hmm. that you're going to experience at 13. Definitely. It's like the care and keeping of you book mm-hmm. for all for all y'all who got that instead <laughs> of a, a chat about puberty. Me included. <laughs> Me included. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about this a lot in like our, our episode on the Lizzie McGuire movie and in our, our interview with Jim Fall, who directed the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah. But – That's the thing that makes Lizzie so special is that she does feel like just a normal girl who's going through things Mm -hmm. that we were going through or about to go through. And it was really comforting to see somebody who was also kind of shy and not necessarily the most confident and how she navigated those waters. And we got to see this really incredible family unit that she had. And in addition to, you know, great comedy and, and hijinks and whatnot. And yeah, it's, it's just – it was such a good show and it, it's so disappointing to this day that Disney was not able to, like, get their shit together and let them do the reboot that they wanted to. Uh, I know. I totally agree. Yeah. I feel, though, that – I feel hopeful that maybe they they will do it because all of the – people asking for it or they might give up the rights and let another streaming platform do it it's possible but honestly i don't know if you've watched how i met your father but it feels like that is the lizzie reboot oh like the character of sophie and lizzie are pretty similar Mm -hmm. um and also for a recent episode that they did i haven't i'm a little bit behind so i haven't watched it yet but they do like a flashback to her childhood and they use footage from an episode of Lizzie McGuire. No way. Because it's a, it's a Hulu show, so Disney owns it. Um so they're able to use that like gotcha. archival footage, but yeah, it's like a it's like a t- Miranda and Lizzie on the phone talking about I think her first boyfriend or her first kiss. Oh my so gosh. that is like pretty cool. So it does have the same feeling. It is a sitcom as well of like a Lizzie reboot. Um but yeah, I guess I guess my question for you before we wrap it up is what was your favorite Lizzie McGuire episode? Ooh. What's the one where she can't go to the dance in the end and Gordo comes in mm. and he's like, I brought some soda. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I think that's in season two, I want to say. I think so. Yeah. My favorite is the the Rat Pack episode where Gordo gets really oh into Rat gosh. Pack and they have that whole theme dance. Yes. The Halloween episode is also like chef's kiss. I remember genuinely being scared. Oh, yeah. While I watched that episode. I was like, this is terrifying. <laughs> Fucking allowed this to happen. And I hate clowns. So Killer Clown Lizzie <laughs> was scary for me. But yeah, ugh, it's such a good show and there's just so many great, great moments. So let yeah. us know what your favorite Lizzie episode was. I would love to hear. Yeah, maybe we'll do another one. And only a couple of days ago was actually the 20 year anniversary of the Lizzie McGuire movie. Mm-hmm. So if you want to listen to that episode where we interview the director, Jim Fall, just take a look on your streaming platform and... It'll be there. It'll be there in our library. And I guess uh, before we wrap up, we just want to remind you that today is the last day, May 10th, to vote for the Star Dazzle Award. So get your vote in. We are super excited to bring you that show next week and then head into season four. 
And also don't forget that out now on Patreon is our Hairspray episode. Yes, it was such a blast to talk about. So much good music. So many like actors who just really went balls to the wall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely go and check that podcast out. And I mean, farewell season three. Hello yeah. season four. New, It's new era. We're heading into spring. New things are happening in both of our lives. Yeah. It's going to be wow. it's gonna be a transformative time for sure. Definitely. If you want any more content from us, you can always follow us on Instagram. It's Movies That Raised Us. You can follow us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod. You can follow us on TikTok at Movies That Raised Us pod. And you can always send us a good old-fashioned email at Movies That Raised Us at gmail.com. And we will see you next week for the Star Dazzle Awards. <gasps> I'm Mo. And I'm Christina. And our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye. Bye.